Hey, what's up? This is Chef Noel Cunningham, your Jamaican chef. Welcome to What's Cooking with Chef Noel, the podcast that dishes on the food and beverage industry and the entrepreneurial spirit and everything relevant to being a chef. If you love to cook or eat, this is a show for you. What's Cooking with Chef Noel, witty, real and informative. Alrighty, so it's time to have a sweet and nice conversation with the one and only L. Hey, what's up, my friend? Hi, I love that introduction. <laughs> Thank That's you so, so much. Me. How are I you know, doing? Sweet and nice. I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. I'm back in the cold. Well, it's not so bad. Um, like today, it's not so bad. Nice weather. You know, I just got back from Jamaica as well, right? I do know. And is this your first podcast ta- uh, taping since, since your retirement? Yes, yes. Okay. So how's that feel? Oh, not, not bad, to be honest. It's just like, it's a daily thing, right? It's a daily mm-hmm. a daily thing that it's not something that you can just um, eal and move on from. It's something that you have to deal with daily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's just, and I have good people around me, so I'm grateful for that. You know, people like you as well, because you were there from when it just happened. You know, my dad passed in July. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I got some good support. You know, my social media family, like they check in. Mm-hmm. People in Jamaica while I was there, you know, my father, he was a jovial man, very happy kind of vibe. So we try to remember him like that, and we also celebrated his life in that way. So we're trying to keep that energy as well and how are you doing so you're traveling i guess Mm, yeah i guess you could say that um i don't know if you know who the corn soup king is no well you should as a torontonian um and if you are a corn soup lover i love corn um, soup yeah yeah so uh, the Corn Soup King is the guy from decades who always used to sell big pot of corn outside of the parties, like when government was running parties back mm. in the day. And then he recently um, opened a restaurant just like a year before the pandemic. And then kind of blew up just kind of going into that because yeah. of the feature that blog Chio did on him. And then after that, um, he decided to expand his business, actually not expand, kind of move his business from Canada to the U S. Oh. So he invited me out to his home base, which is in Orlando. And I was able to kind of like tour some of the festivals nice. that he's vending at. So jerk fest was yesterday, uh, Orlando's jerk fest. Okay. Yeah. So I was there with him for that and um, not quite as big as Toronto's Drake Fest, but still yeah. great food. Great <laughs> Something. Food. Yeah. And, that, and that's, you know, the last time we kind of connected was Jerk Fest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and, that was... and, then, and then after you were in um, Mexico as well. So you're traveling, you're traveling, eh? Yeah, I had that opportunity to go to Mexico just a few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, on you know, an opportunity to share some culinary classes at this five-star resort. Um, it was Secrets Moshe in Cancun or Playa yeah. del Carmen. And it was gorgeous and it was wonderful and there was great food and it was like a relaxing time and a cool fun time. So I loved it. Nice. Love that. 
Yeah, so you, I basically came across you via Sweet and Nice ice cream, mm-hmm. um, which you know I love so much, and I've worked with them. I've I've done a competition with them in the summer, as well, and it's a great brand, great product. And then I saw you came on board as like a director for their pastry kind of vibe. Explain that. Yeah, so that is such an interesting story, and yeah. I would. I think this is a good platform to kind of share a little more detail than I probably would randomly. Yeah. But um, so, you know, my parents are both uh, Jamaican yeah. and I'm a proud Canadian Jamaican and or Jamaican Canadian, I should even say. And um, basically, I when one uh, what what year would that be? It would have been probably 2018, I think. Yeah. Um, I wanted to make some extra cash. So I said, you know what? I'm going to make some black hay because it's around Christmas time. Um, I was doing event planning and I was doing personal chefing, but it was just around Christmas and I had some other things I wanted to do. I wanted to make some extra money. Yeah. So um, I thought to myself, like, what can I do to um, make some extra cash that's going to be not like stressful not you know easily done not high investment mm-hmm. and so i was just <laughs> like you know what it's christmas time i i know a lot of black people i'll make some black cake cake which we yeah. love of course exactly right so yeah. for those who uh, don't know what black cake is and might be listening it's a combination of um dry fruit like um raisins currants cherries uh prunes yeah um some people put nuts or like almonds in it um, i don't the essence yet neither do i typically you know um and then so it's dry fruit and then it's like your favorite liquor or liqueur essentially and it's blended together and it has lots of butter and it's lots of fruit and it's super heavy and then after you dense cake yeah yeah dense cake and then after you bake it you pour in some rum some more rum and wine and you're a baker too Kind of ish. <laughs> your 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 cake decorating skills though are like exceptional. Yeah, thank you. And it's so funny. And you know that rum cake is actually my first cake, the first cake I learned to make, and it's also my favorite of all time. Well, speaking of favorite of all time, like as you said, I'm I work with uh, Neil Sweet Nice Ice Cream, and it just happens to be that my favorite food of all time is ice cream. Oh, but Lord. I happen to make an amazing black cake and you would be surprised how the combination of some of their ice cream flavors go yeah. with black cake. It's just like a dream. It's melt, melts. Oh. I love that. It is sensational. Yeah. So what so so can we expect uh more from you like in terms of December with more cakes and more ice cream pairing and more stuff? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So- it's a side. The time already, you know, the time already. Yes, this Again. is the time. We'll be sharing all the details, you know, probably in a week, yeah. I would say, within a week or two. Um, but what happened was I decided to make these cakes. And instead of making them, you know, in this traditional size and in the pan, I thought, you know what? Let me add a little modern twist to it. Yeah. I'm going to a lot of parties. I'm celebrating. Let me make them into these mini cupcakes. 
And instead of maybe making it a, as heavy and dense, because we're also kind of getting into a little more uh, health conscious trend of people kind of always looking for a slightly, and you never want to mess with tradition, but you know, sometimes um, you can play around with uh, recipes. That's yeah. the fun thing about cooking, right? A recipe is so only a guide. It's only a guide. guide. Correct. Yeah. I like to live by that. Yeah, so I definitely respected the tradition in terms of honoring the ingredients and the flavors, but you know, maybe the amounts of ingredients were kind of changed so that it was like a lighter, fluffier cupcake. Yeah. And so it just blew out. I sold thousands of dollars of these mini black cake cupcakes the from December 6th, which was my friend's birthday, yeah, until January 1st. And at the end of that, my cousin called me up and said, I think you have a business because like no one else is really pushing it the way you're pushing it and how you do it. And so from that, um, so many amazing fun things happen. I have to write, share this somewhere on a platform more holy, but basically yeah. it led me through black, through the corn soup to black foodie, Eden or Eden. From yeah, black yeah. Foodie. yeah, 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 yeah. And then from her to the CEO of Sweet and Nice being Andrew McBarnett mm -hmm. and him loving the cake and me also being very pro-community, very pro-Black, very pro-culture. Um, I was open to working with Sweet and Nice to developing their, their brand and kind of utilizing some of my uh, Black cake recipes to expand their mm -hmm. Uh, recipe and you know sometimes everyone's pushing their own agenda but I totally support collaboration sometimes to move everyone forward so I was totally down to working with them like I said I already love ice cream and I thought you know what this is an opportunity for me to do something different and pursue this with another company pull the resources yeah. pull my experience and passion and see what can be done so I've been working on that and we are steadily moving Moving forward deliciously. Oh, I love that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. So you so you basically created um a job itself inside of this company with your own, just started off making some black cake. And I kind of like that because you know, sometimes we want to do something different and we don't know. We're waiting on, on this opportunity instead mm -hmm. of creating it. And that's what you did. Well, you know, it's so funny you would say that because it's my life is so such a metaphor to my my Instagram name, which is mm -hmm. on Elf Plate. It's such like a life metaphor for me because it's just like what you eat, the recipes you make, yeah. what's on your plate, metaphorically, literally, figuratively speaking. It's your choice. It's your design. And when it comes to me working with Sweet and Nice or anything that I do, it's really me thinking to myself, what do I want? What am I passionate about? And not waiting for someone to open those doors for me, but just thinking like, how can I create this? How can I make this recipe with the ingredients that I have available to me right now? I know how to make black cake. I have some good marketing strategies, skills. Mm -hmm. I'm resourceful. I'm friendly. I have a, a decent network. Yeah. So let me use what I have. Let me push this. Um, I have wonderful friends and family, you know, that supported me was and and help me along of course it's not you know one's a an island on their own you know you yeah, need yeah. help true, true. 
And so I just, I just went with that. And, and that's what on else plate is about. You know, when people yeah. ask me, Hey, Oh, what do you do for a living? On else, yeah. <laughs> it's, hard to, it's hard to really sum it up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> my answer is actually always whatever I want. Yeah. And people look at me shocked, like, huh? And yeah. they think, am I being funny? Am I being boastful? Yeah. But it's just like, no, I'm manifesting. Yeah, I yeah. do whatever I want. And like I said, I just use the ingredients I have and I create that recipe. If if you don't have an, an, a certain ingredient, you substitute or you kind of make a little detour and it it kind of makes something new and that's okay. But yeah. I'm creating it. Start it off. Um more as an hospitality expert or as a food and beverage consultant, right? Yeah. So like my culinary experience started as a young girl. I always loved culinary. Um, I always love eating. Let me just put it that way. But I always hey, love food. food. I love food. <laughs> I love fin yam. Yeah. Uh, my eyes were big and I love delicious food. And I love real, real food. I was yeah. not a candy eater or a cookie eater. I was like, I want rice and peas. I want oxtail. I want ahi and selfish. I want fried dumpling. It's all of those Jamaican del delicacies. And I loved ice cream. That was the only like sweet treat. And um, so I went to George Brown and I took food and beverage management. And um, I started working at Milestones uh, Grill and Bar right out yeah. of college. And I started as a host and I worked my way all the way up um, into management, into opening stores on a corporate level and traveling around Canada and opening stores and being a part of the opening team. And it really was a great uh, learning opportunity for me. They launched a hospitality program and introduced a hospitality management program when they were still a uh, corporate entity, their franchise mm -hmm. now. And um, I was one of the, the first hospitality managers within the brand. And that was at the Scarborough Town Center location. And because I am... I don't know. I don't, I'm not going to say I'm an overachiever, but when it comes yeah. to certain tasks, I do sometimes, you know, if it lights a fire under me, I just love to go yeah. above and beyond, you know? Yeah. And so with that and in my young eagerness, I was really excited to like utilize that opportunity yeah. and maximize it. So I really did. And that's how I fall into the category of being a self-proclaimed hospitality expert. Since then, um, you know, I have always been researching and following up with different concepts and brands mm -hmm. and how they provide hospitality through their service, through their offerings. Yeah. And of course that's food and beverage, but that's not only food and beverage, like that's retail touches and, yeah, yeah. you know, hospitality. And so I've just, you know, been really invested in that space. Yeah. And as I just said, I follow my passions and that includes a lot of food. So I've always been in the food and beverage space, worked at Milestones, worked at McDonald's, worked at Kelsey's. I worked for Sweet and Nine. Hey. What I really love though, what I really love though is that you're not, um, like you don't stick to any label and you realize from early that you can use your skills in different areas, which I love because so many people put, you know, a label on themselves and stuck themselves in our box for you. You are taking all these skills and creating different opportunities, moving on from different jobs, going into different jobs. And I like that. And that's and especially 
when it comes to the hospitality industry, it's one of those industries where you can be anything you want to be. Absolutely. Media I mean, a person, living... teacher, entrepreneur, yeah. whatever it is, a writer, you can do it. Absolutely. We're living in like the Google age yeah. of you can do whatever you want to do. You know, if you've got um, internet access, you can research yeah. and anything and study it. And yeah. if you're passionate about it, you can become an expert. Um, so of course, you do need experience. experience you know, I have yeah. some education behind my <laughs> my Google diploma yeah. <laughs> and my Instagram diploma, and then you need experience too. Experience, you know, yeah. but the but but Google is a great way to start and yeah. learning, and of course, that depends on what you're doing as and well. Also, like, you're always learning because even for me doing the cakes, right? It's like every day you look, there's a new technique out. I, I don't create these. I'm not a creator of these techniques. But it's a trend. Trend keep coming and going and whatever. So you're always learning as well on the job, as long as you're willing and open to learn. You're absolutely learning, yeah. yes, from those trends and everything. And just from life. Like, you yeah. know, we talked about the big P or the big C that just happened. Yeah. That, inf- that could influence your recipes. Yeah. It influenced mine because the the cost of certain ingredients went up, True. and that meant that maybe I'm gonna spend my my money on food differently or the types of ingredients, which means that my recipes change. You yeah. know, yeah. And so that's a life experience that teaches you something. Like maybe I now know how to stretch a dollar a little bit more, and that can be helpful in many ways. So yeah, food definitely opens the door to many learning experiences and many life experiences are connected to how we eat or what's on our plate (laughs) yeah so i know that the festive season right is upon us and i think we lightly touch on this and i wanted to know um like walk us through one of your recipe that you're liking now or one of your favorite dessert item i know you said Ice cream is like your favorite, right? So it totally is my favorite. Basically, anything with ice cream, I'm gonna eat, and I'm mostly gonna serve. Um, you know, I happen to be a single woman in Toronto. (laughs) I have my girlfriends and my guy friends, but you know, I definitely love to invite my friends and family over, Mm -hmm. or go out and have, you know, fun um, food experiences. And Mm -hmm. in terms of what I like during this time. I mean, we just talked about black cake, so like those warming spices, like anything with nutmeg, yeah, and okay, cinnamon and cloves. But I still like ice cream, so you know, I love a black cake with ice cream, and and a fun recipe that I tried that um, was actually featured on Sweet and Nice's page was a black cake uh, milkshake. You shake it up and tell us about that. One. Uh, yeah, so basically you can get your make your own black cake or get your favorite black cake. I mean, Sweet and Nice sells my favorite black cake, of course, online <laughs> at sweetandnice.ca. And then you get your favorite ice cream. I love Sweet and Nice ice cream, of course, and my favorite flavor from them is rum and raisin. So I blend it, that rum and raisin ice cream with some black cake and I add a couple more shots of rum and a couple shot, maybe a shot or two of cream to just make sure the rum doesn't curdle, you know, yeah. so you need that heavy, heavy cream to kind of stop that. And you literally blend it and then that's it. You enjoy it and you, 
It's delicious. It's and like a warming, cool smoothie. So that's like um, well boozy. So that's something I guess you'd have as a dessert, but more like is a you know a milkshake form kind of vibe. Yeah, I mean you can have fun with it and just do it in shots. You oh know? lord! Add a li- well, just just do it in a shot glass. <laughs> it's, a rich, it's a rich shake, right? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. black cake already has the rum. You're adding because some of us trying to watch our calories too, you know. So the shot is perfect. Yeah, yeah. A bit of control. Shot. <laughs> the cut. <laughs> and then make it even stronger with a shot. So you get all those flavors. Yeah, you know, um the the cloves and the cinnamon and the nutmeg with some dark amber rum. Like those yeah. flavors go really well with each other. So I feel like that's a fun way to end a cute little entertaining night over the holidays or even to start off, you know, uh, a, a holiday games night or something. They come in and they get like a shot of this mm-hmm. cool, but, but warm and spicy. It's just, it's just interesting. You know, it's sweet, it's spicy, it's boozy, it's creamy. It's, yeah. We'll touch on all the senses. So you consider yourself more as a sweet or savory person. I am 100 percent sweet a sweet person ah, i know you'd say that <laughs> yeah uh it's like a blessing and a curse <laughs> yeah and then in terms of like what next for you though so when you you know drop back in toronto i know you're working on projects now for christmas you said earlier yeah i guess so- that's your yeah Sweet and Nice is definitely getting busy in terms of their online bakery and our Christmas orders. And you don't only have black cake. We also have rum cake that doesn't have the fruit in it. Okay. And we do it in cupcakes and we do it in a cake that you can have on your table. So our online orders, you know, picked up very heavily as soon as they open last Christmas. And they'll be opening, like I said, in about a week or two. So that'll keep me busy on that front. Um, I'm also just doing some traveling as you know and just enjoying my life a little bit more as I get older you want to just I don't know I don't know expand Mm -hmm. that's the only word I could use but you said but you also said earlier that that you know you are um single so are you looking are you searching what's what's a perfect guy for you oh my god I'm not looking you're not looking but you won't find, but you won't find. No. <laughs> so they should it, look for you? I wish they would. I wish they <laughs> would look for me. I wish they yeah. would find me. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm not looking. Um, the perfect guy for me, mm-hmm. the perfect guy. Right. For are, are, are not a perfect guy would tell us the per what would be like a perfect date for you. Okay, perfect date. Perfect what would blow date. you away, yeah. Yeah, perfect. Okay, well, before I tell you what my perfect date is, let me just tell you what a a memorable dating experience Mm -hmm. was. Someone uh, invited me to go out for a picnic. Mm -hmm. And it happened to, this is so many years ago, it happened to have been uh, the same day as one of the tryouts for Canadian Idol when it first came out. Yeah. So we're talking like 20 years ago. I'm showing my age. Anyway. um, And so on our way to the picnic, they turned on the radio. Or they put in a cassette player, I should say, of a, a radio taping 
um, of them uh, wishing me, um, God, what is it? Wishing me good luck on my audition. Um, and so while we were going on to the picnic, you know, they had done this cute little thing. And so, I don't know. The reason why I make mention of that is yeah. it's not really the date. It's kind of like the sentiment or thought of the date. So my perfect date is not a, a destination per se. It could be yeah. at home. It could be at a restaurant. It could mm-hmm. be uh, outside on a picnic. But there just has to be something thoughtful or sentimental or unique or creative like something special has to go into that experience and then it's the perfect date for me there's there's many variations of perfect for me I don't have a perfect I have many variations of that but it's like the energy behind it that has to be perfect yeah and then sometimes it's not really the what but sometimes the simple things really makes like a difference and everyone is different so it's and then it's hard when you might have an expectation like, oh, this, this would be my perfect date. And then someone do something really different. And then you might right. end up not appreciating it, appreciating it because you have your own expectation. Exactly. But then this person only can meet you from where they understand because this now is their perfect date, but it's for you to really appreciate it. So I like that. I, I super like that. I super, 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 super like that. And I love your explanation of it. You actually... Yeah explain my thought perfectly which is just like you yeah. don't need to always like define yeah. every little thing like just you'll be love to watch things in our head at times and then no we become the problem and thinking it's other people is a problem you know yeah and just much expectation leads to disappointment because you're yes. thinking oh the perfect date is picking up at home i'm in a gown you pull the car over for me do it and then a person might pick you up no maybe upon his boots and his work clothes you might just stop maybe at the seat where you guys can view the entire city of Toronto, eating maybe popcorn, just talking, listening to some music. That's a perfect date. Of course that is. <laughs> you that know, is. simple things. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. my friend actually came over. It was not a romantic date. It's just mm-hmm. an old friend, but he's a guy. And like we, we got food and he made me dinner and we watched Netflix and chilled literally for all the dirty minds that might be listening we're <laughs> really just platonic friends but <laughs> either way like it was just like the fact that they cooked their meal and like they took some time into putting that was a yeah. memorable experience for me and so like i like inviting that more of that type of stuff into yeah and in terms of what's cooking now if you could yeah. cook for your celebrity crush on a date, what would you make? Okay, well... Like a three-course meal or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love that. Okay, so the reason why I love that is I share a lot of these reels on my Instagram page <laughs> of, like, dining out with my friends and yeah. stuff at home because I'm a homebody. I don't like to leave my house hardly yeah. ever. I'm traveling to the beaches of Florida, of course, or Mexico, but... um, I always like to do something special or unique in my meals yeah um and so i don't know who my celebrity okay who is my celebrity crush please who- don't please don't say idris i'm tired of hearing that no I wasn't gonna say <laughs> um who is my celebrity crush though i don't know if i have a celebrity crush 
I gotta think about that. Yeah, or or someone in. Just think of someone. Imagine yeah, yourself. Okay. Say Obama okay. is coming over. <laughs> Did you say Bob Marley? Obama. Oh, Obama. Let's go to Bob Marley. Okay, Bob Marley yeah. is love. a celebrity crush. Vegan, vegan, no. Ital. <laughs> oh, vegan. Ital, Ital. Yeah, Ital. Yeah, no, that's okay. That's even better. Okay. So let's say Bob Marley is my date and I have to make him a three course meal and it's got to be Ital. And I am a meat eater. So that's a little tricky. Yeah. So to start off, Um, I think I would do, oh my God, this is becoming hard now. You know what? I, I love making this pineapple salsa and I think I would convert it into like a salad. Yeah. Um, and it's just like fresh cubed pineapple with and because it's now going to be a salad I'd add this ingredient which be you know equally sized cubed cucumbers with maybe some red peppers and um, some red onions and some green onions and some garlic and some cilantro or uh parsley and just make like a cubed so it's going to be crunchy and refreshing and a little spicy and a little sweet salad and i think that would be like a kind of good palate opener yeah like get to you know your your juices flowing a little and then and i'm a sweet tooth so you know the pineapple is always like i always like something sweet with what i'm eating so i think i would start with that for the main course i definitely doing a curry I'm definitely doing a curry because it's Ital and for the lack of salt, I want to definitely get something that pulls out lots of different spices to kind of make it more palatable for yeah, people who might not be Ital. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you know, and I definitely would burn some of my curry spice blends together I think I would probably do chickpeas. Is it chickpeas, just go yeah. easy? I love a good chickpeas with some potatoes. Jeez. It's a go-to for me. Jeez. Right? Like, yeah. Um, yeah. So I think I would do curry chickpeas. You know what? I know what I would do. I've changed it. I would <laughs> do, yeah, I'd still do curry chickpeas, but I'm going to add some lentils in that. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to do a, a towel twist on shepherd's pie. Ooh. I'm going to do a spicy curry uh, chickpea lentil to represent the meat. And I'm going to do a sweet potato thyme mash. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. And then and I'm sure I'm sure your mashed potato got some coconut cream in it. You know what? I've never put coconut cream in my oh. sweet potato mash. I have a wicked sweet potato mash yeah. recipe, but now I'm gonna add some coconut cream in there. Oh yeah, I love I, I love to use my coconut milk, coconut cream in any recipe that calls for like milk or cream. I just yes. love coconut. But you know what? I don't put any milk or cream in my sweet potato mash because, and I'm sure you know too, mm-hmm. when you make your regular potato mash versus your sweet potato mash, the sweet potato mash, I find, it's is always more water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but regular but regular potato is fine but like sweet potato it's like it's good by itself because it absorbs more water than yes yeah, yeah. and yeah. the other tip when i'm making a sweet potato mash is i melt my butter in with the time mm, so you yeah yeah and i add that in and the, the other extra last- flavors yeah yeah, and the other last tip for my sweet potato mash is I use a hand blender. Ooh, so it's creamy. Jeez. Try hey. it. Uh, try okay. it. Yeah. That sounds good. I think we should have that on our table for Christmas, though. In a casserole. Yeah. Nice casserole. Right. Yeah. So and it's a time-centered um, sweet potato mash. Yeah, sweet potato mash with some so like a like a buttery thyme sweet yeah. potato mash with a spicy like that, um, yeah. lentil chickpea. And then the sweet potato is, of course, is healthier as well, you know. So yes, yes, yes. And then again, it has a little sweetness if you want to love. But now that I've changed that, the salsa doesn't kind yeah. of start as a as a good starter, and so I think I would go to a salad with like yeah. roasted beets and nuts. And for your dessert. Sandwich. Yeah, so for dessert, vegan. Yeah. Uh, yeah, vegan dessert can be tricky. I guess like um Yeah, what would you do? Like I I not like, for well for Bob Marley, but maybe some, not yeah. You got some chocolate cakes which you can make it um like eggless and all those stuff. Use like some almond milk, stuff like that. Um fruits can be a bit boring just for a vegan. But there's so much like endless vegan desserts now. The textures are a little bit different. Maybe like a cornmeal pudding kind of vibe. That sounds yummy. Yeah, nice cornmeal pudding. And of course, it's, it's lots of coconut cream in it and stuff like that. So they can still have it because they still do sugar. Most of them still do sugar. You can do low sugar. Yeah, so I'll do pudding. Keep it simple and nice. Sweet and nice we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like, I feel like because he's Ital, I would sugar. do... A flambéed fruit with like mm. a sorbet, and I know you feel like. And I would serve that sorbet maybe in like a coconut back to coconut again, like the coconut in half, and you know, in a bowl, and you know, or you know, something like that. I see yeah, you do yeah. like I see you do like which we which we wouldn't do um like a creme brulee. They bake it in like a coconut shell, which I think is very creative. Yes. So something like that with a sorbet inside of that. Yeah, sorbet is perfect. Yeah. So the sorbet. Yeah. Doing a green salad with roasted beets, walnuts, and cranberries, sweet potato mash yeah. with like a curry chickpea lentil, and I'm gonna do a sorbet. You're gonna do a cornmeal pudding. Yeah, it's and I ask you that question because you know I'm working on a little project, especially more for next year in terms like for couples, um, and then I. Earlier, we're working we're, on similar things, Chef Noel. I know Chef Noel is super busy right now. I'm trying I to, know, but we're working yeah. on similar things because I. But I'm, I'm like you, so that we don't like to be bored, right? And then sometimes, sometimes we do get a little overwhelmed because we have so much things going through our brain. But now I'm trying to build a better team, get a team together properly, so everyone can manage their own task and I can make more things happen. I hear that. So, you know, you mentioned I went to Mexico and I had the opportunity yeah. to do a cooking class. And I don't know, I had this idea of doing one, a cooking class for couples and kind yeah. of featuring. Afro-D. I do a few. Yeah. I do a few cooking classes. Um, 
that for a couple this year yeah i did caribbean Ooh. um date night caribbean date night so um which went well and i did a jamaican taste of jamaica class this year as well so like next year i'm planning a few um like caribbean getaway you know caribbean um stuff i'm thinking of doing like an appetizer night only you know invite like, me to that yeah bites of I'll... the caribbean kind of vibe so we do like a coconut crusted shrimp and even and what i realized by doing these classes you might think some recipes are so simple and oh, i don't want to do that but there are people out there who can't even make the basic plus as a chef you also get the opportunity to teach them the how the why the where and the when so, for Definitely. example, a coconut crusted strip might sound easy, but if you really understand how to crust it so it's not too sweet, you know, there's so much to learn out there. There's so much to learn. And I love to teach as well. Once I learn something, I like to teach it as well. Well, sharing is caring, right? Yeah. And um, you, by learning, you learn as yeah, well. Yeah, true. So, but um, I keep referencing Mexico because it's a recent experience for me, but... I actually taught, as you know, because I had to call you because yeah. I was freaking out. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, I'm teaching this class in Mexico and I haven't, you know, taught a class in a long time. And yeah. I haven't taught a class in Mexico and I haven't done something like this. And like, do you have any tips? Yeah. You know, you always have those moments when you kind of doubt yourself oh, a little yes, bit. You and you yeah. find yourself somewhere and you think to yourself, how the heck did I get here? Yeah. <laughs> and then you kind of doubt yourself. But. I called you and and I was teaching um a, a jerk shrimp taco class. And honestly, the majority of that class was just about the spice, creating mm. your own jerk spice. You know what I mean? Like that was the the more yeah. core essence. Yeah. And and what I was able to share was some of the history yeah. about jerk. And that was such an enlightening experience for me. To learn that you're learning as well you're learning as well oh my gosh and just like a quick overview is just like jerk is like a um a huge uh symbolism it's culture it's history it's um oh it's gosh, a revival it's everything yeah so yeah so that's basically you know jerk in its essence and its form you know it was brought to us of course and we built on it because i'm not sure if there was scotch bonnet at the time or which pepper they use if they use bird pepper or what but jerk is just a seasoning that we can't take for granted yeah and even you know it, well it's it's a part of survival because mm -hmm. the the blend of spices was obviously to preserve the meat and it was the jamaicans who were enslaved and had you know escaped during a uh, conflict of the, the ills yeah and the, British and they yeah escaped to the hills and the Moors kind of taught them how to survive and with those spices they also were cooking their meat at very low temperatures um even underground kind of like in an underground pit yeah so the smoke wouldn't go up yeah exactly and, and I away. Just, exactly and yeah. like that's such hi rich history so it's just like when you're eating those things yeah it's tasty but that 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 is a part of a huge cultural yeah. survival technique that you should know? be respected and, and yeah yeah and and learned about and honored and discussed and, and it's so funny that you mentioned that because except well october 23rd october 23rd in the U.S. is considered um, 
National Jerk Day, because I guess Jerk Fest US, those people, they went through and it was listed on their calendar as National Jerk Day. But it's so crazy that Jamaica up to this day haven't even declared a national day of jerk or jerk chicken day or you oh, know, interesting. Well, you yeah, know, maybe they gotta surprising. get surprising. It's surprising because not just the US are those people in the US because Graceful try to do it, but those companies, you know, they tend to just profit themselves. Right. But Jamaica itself from a cultural point of view, because jerk is highly recognized, it is loved. So oh, can we build on this? Yeah. Yes, they talk. They talk about oh, we protect it and we this and we patent it and we this. What? Yeah, but how can we still build on the day? We have so many jerk festivals around the world. You do mentioned you know that they earlier. Have a paddy yeah. Huh? No, they don't. Yeah. Toronto yeah. do because Toronto has some history with yeah. paddies. Yeah. But paddies yeah. is so be- like beloved. It is everyone around the world. When I speaking, of I would have seen the Jamaican food day. <laughs> Speaking of traveling, Chef Noel, when you do your couples retreat, invite me to do an aphrodisiac thing for couples. Can I teach that? Oh, sure. Yeah, I want to do that. Yeah, so we should definitely um, connect on that because I'm setting (laughs) some dates for that. And um, yeah, we can definitely make that happen. But I'm happy that you did your class and you were able to represent jamaica in that way by sharing the culture oh, yeah. yeah it was an honor and i made my dad so proud he like shared it with all his friends yeah. and family and he was like this is my daughter hey. talking about jerk and jamaican history in mexico and he was like so proud and it was just like you know jamaicans are prideful and yeah um, the, i i am not excluded from that i love my heritage, my culture, my tra- my traditions, my background. Yeah. And so like that was so cool to share it and um I think that uh the patrons liked it. You know, a lot of people followed me on IG, they asked me yeah. more questions. That's can good. I what else can I jerk? <laughs> you know, and, a lot and it of was things, fun. my friend. Yeah, it was it so full and it, because that's a good thing about jerk that it's the it's a marinade as well as a technique. So the technique yeah. is when they do the pit on the ground and the pimento wood yeah. and the coal and stuff like that, and they would smoke the meat and it's slow yeah. cooked over and they'll put zinc over it so the flame wanna go up and stuff like yeah. that. But the marinade itself is a jerk marinade, but then the technique is also jerk, just like a barbecue, a pit barbecue. Yeah. And then, you know, I did two things. Like, my class was on a dry jerk rub. And my uh, dinner that I was able to host was on a wet marinade. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's Because jerk is not really about the pepper. Like, oh, it's pepper. It's hot. It can't eat. But it should be, you know, flavorful. Flavorful. Of smoke. Smoke is very important Mm -hmm. in it. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I think you did a great job. And I appreciate, you know that i appreciate you thank you yeah, like you gave me that confident boost to like okay i talked to chef and well i can do this yeah oh yeah um and and i appreciate it because a lot of people you know when you're talking to other people in the industry i've been fortunate yeah that, that i connect with amazing people who are not bad mind yeah and yeah. they're just like yeah you know it's like, so easy this- to find it's easy to find especially in the culinary industry the bad yeah, mind sure. and the self-centered people and the eagle people it's easy to find in the culinary industry 
I agree more than probably any other industry because it's just like yeah. it's a necessity. We have to eat and we all want to enjoy it. Yeah, but we all and, can win, you know. Yeah, there's enough space, like for sure. Yeah, we all can win and and also for me, like when someone reach out, I really appreciate the fact that they they are depending on my expertise or my thing. Um and I try to help as much as possible because persons help me as well. I did my first cooking class well here in toronto i think it was oh january of this year 2022 because it was supposed to be from 2021 but the pandemic and stuff but also like you know as a chef you're in a kitchen it's different you're on television maybe five minutes four minutes it's different but when you're in a class for three hours because my classes i do is like two and a half hours to three wow. hours your courses and stuff like that and you know, it's a whole different experience. You're yeah, now teaching it. You know, imparting knowledge. You know, it's a whole different. So someone helped me, like the first class. Like they usually do classes and they help me just by being there. Uh, prep, set up, everything is good, organized. And then after that, no, I'm good. Because I now realize that I'm in control. I'm the one here with the knowledge. I'm teaching you guys. So I need to have my confidence up. So, Definitely. Yeah, so I greet my class and, you know, get into it. And, I, and also plan as well in terms of, oh, you're going to run your classes. So everything run. And you learn as you go you along. You learn for sure. You learn yeah. as you go along. And just like we said, you might make a recipe and say, you know what? I love this, but I think I wouldn't use this that next mm-hmm. time. And I might try that or I use more of this or less of that. And it's the same thing with life experiences. Yeah. As you go along, you kind of make your new recipe, you adapt, you change. And yeah. I, I appreciate your expertise. I appreciate your, you know, uh, focus on Caribbean and Jamaican culture and yeah, cuisine. I try, and, I try. <laughs> and yeah, you were gracious. And, and the best advice you gave me was just like, listen, and that was, you just said it here. You're the one that they're coming to see. You have yeah. the information that they want. Just know that. Have fun with it. Don't yeah. overthink it. Confidence um, is key, man. You gotta have um confidence. With, because there's so many artists out there. Sometimes they can't even sing. They, but guess what? They have confidence, and that's mm-hmm. what's keeping them out there. And you know. And if you look nervous as a teacher, like I show that you're not confident. Because even though you know your information, you're still not confident to share it. So confidence is the first thing that you need to have. And once you're confident, then you'll be able now to share even better. Yeah, Absolutely. and read and research. Is there anything else you want to share before you leave? And anything else you want to tell us? Anything we didn't touch on that you wanted us, you know? No, I feel like this was a great, well-rounded conversation. Yeah, I loved it. All I needed was for it to be in person with some of your delicious food and a glass of wine. I know. I, I maybe not wine, but cocktail. I like to do a cocktail where I can show my skills. You know. Yeah. Well, in, I mean. Rubbing some main, but maybe I'm in the process of thinking about a new podcast ish, yeah. more videos and stuff kind of vibe. So, what about a Caribbean cocktail book that's kind of like a coffee table book? That's a great idea. I love cocktails, <laughs> I love it's all your Appleton rum. Oh my god, dude, do it! <laughs> yes, so we have lots of work to do, and it was yeah. great seeing you at Jerkfest. Um, in August, you're sweating, busy doing your thing. And I saw oh, you put on the stage. Always you working. You were um, Brian McKnight, he was on the stage. Or it yes. was Conscience. <laughs> oh, you... me. Oh, there... no, it, was God... it had to have been Maxi Priest. Maxi Priest. Oh, yeah, Maxi was awesome. Yes. One of my, my second favorite. time seeing Maxi in person. And 
yeah, I took picture with him this year and then here when he was here as well. And he's always humble, cool, down to earth. Max, you're the boss. Yeah, man. <laughs> la, 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 la. <laughs> Big up Maxi, the boss himself. Alrighty, so so let's um, leave it right here. So thank you so much for your time. Thank you for stopping by, blessing up the listeners and myself with your journey as well. And I've learned so much about you. And thanks for sharing the fact that in this industry, we can do so many things and not just sticking to one thing or labeling ourselves. You're not confined. Yeah. So that's my, honestly, that's my takeaway again. We are many things. Yes. Alrighty. Well, so thank you for having yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. Invite me back anytime. It was a anytime, great experience. Anytime again. Once the podcast, you know, we start kick off and we're gone. Once, not Spotify. But, but I call it one of this big platform where all these podcasts are going. Serious X7, all these places then. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I, I know that's just around the corner for you. Yes, man. All right. Thanks so much. Have a fantastic night. All righty. It's that time. We've reached the end of another show. Thank you for listening. If you have enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support this podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. Remember to follow us on Instagram at What's Cooking with Chef Noel. And to catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at I am Chef Noel. Until next time, see ya!